Hi guys and thank you for joining me again today and tuning into the Thames Teaching Tips podcast. Today I'll be talking about how to prevent behaviour problems and disruptions from happening in the first place. And there are things that we can do as teachers in order to prevent this so that our students can make the progress that they need and they deserve in their lessons. And you can create a positive learning environment for your students every single lesson. Start the year strong. Enforce those rules and expectations straight away. If you want your students to line up at the classroom door before they come in, line them up. Line them up in alphabetical order. This will help you when it comes to the fire register, when you have a fire alarm, for example. So line them up in alphabetical order so they remember where they stand every single lesson. Check their uniform. Ask your students to remove their coats, for example. Put their phones away. Make sure their phones are on silent or vibrate. Take their earphones out of their ear, earpods out of their ears. So do this every single lesson, line them up, alphabetical order, check their uniform and allow them to enter one at a time as you check their uniform. Make sure that these things are not in place, their coat and their phones and their earphones. Because that's how you instill these rules and routines and expectations every single lesson. You've got to do it consistently. Have a starter activity on the desk, ready to go. And instilling your students the expectation is that they come in, they sit down, they get their pens out, unless they're doing Chromebooks, then they get their Chromebook out and they access the lesson already uploading and registered, um, uploading scheduled in classroom or a starter activity on their desk, ready to go. And instilling your students that they need to complete the starter activity in silence. Now, in the past, what I have done when I've had students come in and they're talking and they've ignored my, um, my rules and my expectations, I take them straight back outside I line them up again in silence and they enter in silence. I've had times when I've done this three, four times in a lesson. Sometimes it is needed just to make sure those rules and expectations are in place very early on at the start of the year. Because if you give them a bit of leeway at the start of the year or you let your rules and expectations slide early on, then unfortunately you're going to have consistent behaviour disruption issues throughout the year. So instill them at the very beginning and be strong, start the year strong. Write a schedule of the lesson on your whiteboard. Now this is very useful for students who have anxiety. And it's also very helpful to our SEN students, our students who have autism, because it enables them to see exactly what is coming in the lesson. And it helps them to feel a bit more, a bit more comfortable and safe in the lesson. So have a little schedule written up on the board of what is happening when in your lesson, so students are aware of what's coming next. Make your students aware of your expectations from the get-go. So spend some time at the start of the lesson, it's the very first lesson of the year with your students. Make sure they're aware of your expectations. Lay out to them exactly what you expect of them and why. Give your reasonings so that they have an understanding. And then later on in the year, if they start to act up and they go, no, Miss, you didn't tell us that, you can say, well, actually, I did. I sat you down at the start of the year and explained my expectations and my reasons why. So that they've got nothing to go back on, really. So make sure you make your students aware of your expectations and consistently instill them and remind them. You've got to maintain their expectation, your expectations throughout the year. Be fair and consistent. Now, it's really, really, it's really easy sometimes to feel like you may have a favorite student, but do not do that. Do not have any favorites because regardless of who the student is, if they've gone against your expectations or they've made the poor choice or they've gone against the behaviour policy, you have to follow through. You have to follow through with your behaviour policy, school's behaviour policy. 
You have to follow through with your behaviour management procedures because if you don't and you let things slide for a certain student because you know that generally they're really good and this must just be a one-off day for them, unfortunately the other students will see that and that could then cause more behaviour issues going forwards for you. Yes, we have our students who generally don't act up and something goes wrong and that lesson and they've acted up and they've disrupted in some way, shape or form, it isn't normally like them. I would still set the consequence but I would definitely sit down and talk to that student following the lesson or when they come to a detention, for example, and I'll say to them, look, that wasn't like you. Like, what can I do to help? Is there anything that's worrying you? So that it, you still seem, you still look like you're on their side because you still care about them. But you can't let things slide in lessons because other students will see that and unfortunately they'll play on that in future lessons. Now, if this is something that you are struggling with and this is content that you're finding useful so far and there's something that you really need work on in terms of behaviour management in your classroom management, well, I have some videos already uploaded in my membership site, the TEMS Teaching Tips, where you can access hours worth of content to help support you in the classroom. And there are videos on there already to do with behaviour management and creating that positive and calm learning environment for your students. Now, there is a link somewhere below this episode where you can access that if you'd like to join TEMS Teaching Tips. Speak to other staff about what the students are like. For example, if it's a brand new class to you that you've never met before. I mean, I've changed classes this year and I've got a brand new class. So I spoke to the staff who've taught them before and I've asked them questions about what their interests and dislikes are, what things they find hard in lessons. It's also beneficial to find out where they like to sit in the lesson, the seating plan because that might actually help them to access the lesson with ease. It might make them feel less anxious, for example. I've had students that passed who don't like sitting near the front or the middle of the classroom because they don't like people behind them. They feel really anxious having someone behind them. So I've sat them right at the back of the class. So it's really good to get to know your students from the get-go so that you can then instill things in your lessons, implement things in your lessons that will support their learning and progress in your lessons. Be proactive. Do not wait for things to happen, for issues to happen. If you see that something's starting to bubble, intervene early because that can help help to reduce the major disruptions and risk of behaviour that could happen in your lesson later on. So if you're seeing students starting to bicker, for example, you see students that give each other the dirty looks and start to whisper, nail it, hit it in the bud straight away pick up on that straight away and intervene instantly. Whether you have to move a student or whether you have to redirect students and refocus them. Maybe you may, may need to ask a TA to position themselves differently, but do something to intervene instantly because you don't want that bubbling over and then causing more problems later on in your lesson. Use positive reinforcement. Now, students love praise. They love it because it makes them feel good. It increases their self-esteem. Same for us as staff. Teachers love praise. When we're being praised by our SLT, our heads of department, mentors, it makes us feel good. It makes us feel confident. So praise your students. This doesn't need to be done publicly, though. There are students that are quite anxious about that. and They do not feel comfortable with that at all because that could then lead to, for example, other students picking on them. So you don't have to do it publicly. You know your students well, find out what your students like and do it privately if you need to. You can just do a comment on their Google Drive work if you've got Google Classroom, they use Chromebooks. You can just write a note on a sticky note and stick it on their desk or just speak to them quietly. 
but know your students well and know the ones that do well with public praise and those prefer to be praised privately and not publicly in front of everybody. There are a lot of schools that have reward charts on the board. They have star charts where they have their students' names and then the stars that they collect throughout the lesson. Now, again, some students may feel anxious if they see their name, they don't see that they're accumulating any stars, they may feel peer pressure, they may feel like they've made fun of. So what I would do in that situation is I'd try and create situations where they can easily get a star for whatever reason, whether it's helping you or they've answered the question correctly or they've given you a good answer. I would create situations where they'll also get a star because you don't want those students to be made, to basically made to feel bad really. Um, and to be picked on for other students, for example, because they haven't got a star. Now, you know your class, like I said, you may not have students like that in your class, but the reward chart is very, very good. The star chart's very, very good in terms of students seeing how well they're doing in terms of how the praise that you've given them and the star that you've given them on their chart. And that can help them, motivate them to work harder. Do not, however, write names on the board of the students that are acting up. Make a private list on a seating plan or on your desk, but do not publicly put up the names of those that are misbehaving in your lessons because there are students that actually thrive on that. There are students that want to end up on that board because it makes them look big in the class and oh wow, you end up on the board, you're, 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 you're disrupting our lessons, you've ended up on that board. So don't, don't give them that attention because that's what they're looking for. So make a note, I used to do it on my seating plan really. I used to have like a color system, I'd have highlights and I'd just do it every time um, so I was aware of which student disrupted my lessons so that I can follow up, on, follow up on that with the behaviour policy or with my behaviour management. Use a variety of different teaching methods. So to keep your students engaged, it's really important to vary your teaching. Don't do a lot of monotonous teaching where you sit at the front and just talking at them, go through a PowerPoint presentation. They'll switch off, they'll start talking to each other, throwing bits of paper at each other, writing notes at each other. It will be disruptive. It'll become a disruptive lesson. So incorporate lots of different teaching methods in your lesson. Have some teacher input, have some independent work, but also encourage some group discussions, group work, pair work, even class discussions, because you're allowing them the opportunity to talk in those sessions, in those parts of your lesson. You do not want your students to talk while you're talking, However, you are going to you implement parts of your lesson where you allow them to talk in some way, shape or form with their partner as a group or in a class discussion. So use a variety of different teaching methods in your lesson to keep your students engaged and on task. Get to know your students. Find out, like I said, what their interests are, what their dislikes are. You may have students in your class that are budding artists, writers, horse riders, footballers, gymnasts, whatever it is. They may be really good at videos, creating TikTok videos, multimedia. They may be really good at that, graphic design. Find out about your students and ask them. Ask them regularly throughout the term how that's going. How was the competition at the weekend you were telling me about? Oh, how's your drawing going? How's your artwork going? Oh, I heard you're writing, you're writing fantastic stories in English. Can I read one of those one day? Or tell me about one of your stories. Show them that you're interested because that will create a positive relationship with them and it'll help you maintain that relationship ongoing throughout the year. So ask them about their interests and try to incorporate their interests into your lessons, especially our students that have SCN needs because 
sometimes real life scenarios are much better for our students with SCM because they might find it difficult to imagine things that aren't real to them. So create real life scenarios for them, for all your students, bring their interests into your lessons because it will engage them a lot more in your lessons and they'll want to learn and work really hard and thrive in your lessons as a result. Don't make any promises or deals with your students. Now, if you make a promise and you can't keep it, that's gonna break the trust between you and your student instantly. And they won't forget that. And they'll play on that and they'll, it'll cause disruptions in future lessons. So don't make any promises or deals with your students because it will just, it will ruin the trust between the both of you because they won't remember that. They're, sorry, they will remember that and they'll continue to act up in the future. So don't make any deals or promises. Be fair and consistent throughout with all of your students. Now, these are the different things that you can do. Therefore, at the very start of your year and throughout your year, maintain these to help you prevent any incidences, behavior disruptions from happening in your lessons from the get-go.